Okay, it's Thursday. Another amazing Thursday today. And guys, we say welcome back to the conversation. It's outspoken and opinionated. Of course, I am your host, Edwin Maya. It's another amazing conversation with an amazing woman. And um, if you guys have been following us for the last two weeks, we have been um, advertising because we are having conversations with um, extreme political women. And so last week we had Sibeth Gibson and this week we have Miss Sia Feno, and she is going to come on the show soon. But hey, guys, just want to give you guys context. We are having conversations with women around the globe who are in politics. And so, like I said last week, we have Sivet Gibson from Liberia. Today, we have Sia Feno, who is actually here in Maryland, PG County. Next week, we're going to be uh, meeting with um, Casey Manena. She's currently the assistant vice mayor for the city of Chevrolet. And then the following week is a surprise. But you guys are going to be crazy. But without further ado, I'm going to bring um, Sia into the the broadcast. And welcome to the conversation. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for having me on your program. It's great to have you. It's really great to have you. We say thank you for honoring the invitation. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. So just help us get some understanding of what you women, black women, African women, uh, beautiful women go through when it comes to politics. And so I'm just going to go straight in. But first, we want to know, you know, just tell the people about you, who you are, what you do and stuff like that. Oh, hi, my name is CF. You know, I am a, um, a mom, a mother of three children. I grew up in Prince George's County. I've been here since I was 13 years old. Um, you know, I came here in the early 90s and uh, I've been in PG, you know, since then. And PG is my home. I'm in love with Prince George's County and I've been involved in politics since um, 1992 when uh, President Clinton was running for office. Wow. I wrote him a letter and when he won, he wrote me back. So that's <laughs> when I got <laughs> so that's when I got beaten by by the bug. And you my dad. Know. Yes, my dad was very instrumental in pushing me and um, he just didn't want me to be in this bubble. You know, you know, sometimes we Africans, when we come to, to our place, we stay in the bubble. We don't want to, you know, immerse into other communities. So, but, but my dad really, you know, spread my wings and encouraged me to write, you know, to people that I would normally would not write to. And, and that's how I kind of, and then I started volunteering. And I, I volunteer for a couple of campaigns. Um, Jack Johnson's campaign was the first one. I was the youngest on Jack Johnson's campaign. I went on to Albert Wayne. He was a congressman uh, for District 4. And I uh, campaigned for uh, Baker, a former county executive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was on his team as well. Then I worked up in Annapolis for uh, Senator Exim, Nathaniel Exim for District oh, 24, oh. where I actually ran the last time. Um, so he set the pace for me. He paved the way for me. You know, it, he was very Afrocentric and he, he loved, um, Africa. So he embraced me. So he became like my dad. So, um, those were the experience that I got. And, um, I'm a former candidate for Maryland house of delegates. I ran in 2018, you know, I, I didn't win, but it was a great experience. It was a teaching, you know, tools, you know, people always say, Oh, you, you know, you failed, you didn't win, but no, that was a, a teaching moment for me because my background is political science. And what I was taught by the expert here 
that you know you you run you normally people run three times the that, first yeah, time I is to put that, yeah. yeah the first time is to put your name out there the second time to put your name and the face together then the third time you have the likelihood of winning so but uh, for me luckily for me i've done you know two in one time so people know who i am now with the name and the face so i'm hoping at this time that i'm going to run for you know prince judges county county council um district three uh which have a huge population of africans and spanish hopefully this time around i will go in and i believe that i have a likelihood you know with people like yourself by my side and you know promoting me i think this time they know that i'm here for us not for me this is not about sia it's about us the African immigrant community. As if you realize, if people realize, I really say I'm from Sierra Leone. I always am from Africa because I want to speak. Well, I want us to speak as one voice. Mm -hmm. um, I know I'm. Um, I love Sierra Leone. I grew up in like in the Liberian community in America. That's what I was going to say. We consider you to be my friend. Okay, that just came in. Okay, we consider you to be my friend. Let's get that straight. <laughs> yes, yes. So, you know, I, I, I'm a Liberian, for say, <laughs> because I, I literally grew up in the Liberian community. I remember a couple of a year ago, my dad called me and we we're having a conversation. It's like I didn't have a Liberian daughter because it sounded just like I was speaking the raw Liberian English. <laughs> you know, but you know, Liberian people have been really good to me. They embraced me, and I never felt like I wasn't part of them. Uh, so they are my brothers and sisters, and even during the campaign 2018, people were literally fighting over me. You know, the librarians were saying, "Oh, she's Liberian." Oh, Can I that's what we thought. We thought you were Liberian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, but, but I want. I want. Uh, you said you said something just now, and I noticed something. When you give, you talk about people, you know, who inspire you. You give different men. There are there are men, 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 men. So tell me, in this political arena of yours, have you been successful with other political women? Uh, yes, I actually had one, the woman that actually opened the way for me now, mm -hmm. because I was going through, you know, I got, you know, um, I always tell people I've been through every female issues in the world. You know, I got married very young. I got, you know, I was a teenage mother, a teenage wife, you know, a divorcee. By 22, I was divorced. So I was going through some stuff with my husband and which, you know, I didn't know anything about the law in America. And he came in, she came in to help me. She led me to uh, Senator Exim for them to see how they can help me because I had no clue. I've never even been pulled over for a ticket, let alone oh, go to wow. court. Yeah, yeah, let alone go to court and, you know, try to fight, you know, for my divorce and my children. So that's how she, she was instrumental to me. But a lot of time it's difficult you know, the women are coming around now, but it's very difficult, you know, especially if you're an attractive uh, woman with a brain. Um, I remember uh, there's a guy, I'm not going to call his name. It's a very well-known guy in Baltimore. He was part of the um, the civil rights movement with Martin Luther King. So, you know, I always like to honor people uh, and I request a meeting. I wanted to meet him and thank him. Uh, um, said, I'm here. I, I wasn't born here, but I'm here and I want to come so we can work together and build our community together. And one thing that he told me, he said, you, he said, when it comes to the men, you're going to have the vote. The vote is already there for you, mm. but it's going to take the women. The women, uh, very, you know, because of your looks, because of your intellectuality is going to be, you know, women tend to, you know, feel a little bit intimidated 
But um, but as as seen that we're changing, we're supporting each other. It's about time that we change that narrative about each other. Um, mm -hmm. But you know, most most of the help that I've gotten so far are for men. Mm -hmm. um, Yes, uh, I would just say that. I would just say that on the show. You're, in a, you're a beautiful, attractive woman. <laughs> if you come mm -hmm. to my door and say you need a vote for of course I'm going to vote for you. Look at you. Yeah. But, I, but I think that can also be detrimental because I think sometimes, and I might be totally wrong, I think sometimes yes. people are like, you're beautiful, you're intelligent. But I think the first thing I'm speaking from a man's perspective is what we see is your face. So mm -hmm. the first thing is your beauty so how have you been able to i would say jump over that hurdle which you can because you're beautiful but how you been able to you know stand out outside of big that um i did uh, i forgot to mention that i did an internship for danny simpson i don't know if you know 95.5 yeah. in the morning uh -huh. yes and one of the greatest advice the manager at the um at the office there told me you have the power you know, you have the power to show your bra strap. Men can come to you and, and, and look at you and tell you you're beautiful and everything, but you have the power, whether for them to take you wherever they want to take you or to sleep with you. The power is in your hand. And I took that and I ran with it. And most of the time, I don't get offended. You know, it's, it's annoying. It's really annoying. But I, I said, if that's what I'm going to use, my beauty to change my community, to change the world, I'm, I would rather use that than to lay on my back. So I'm using my beauty to change, to transform the lives of Prince, Prince Georgian, to like the life of Africans in Prince George's County. And uh, we want to connect the link between Prince George's County and Africa. So, but it, it can be very annoying. But at the end, when they see that you are not that kind of a person, you are not there for that, they'll respect you. And I've had the most respect from them. I can call them today. And they they pick up my call, so you have to you have to set that boundary. You know you don't have to be rude, but there's a way you yeah. can let them know that this is not who I am. I have a more better thing that I came for. If you want to help me, fine. If not, somebody else will help me, and they'll turn around. So let's talk about it. So last year at the General Assembly, at the UN General Assembly, there were you know they do the group picture, and yes. in that picture there was actually. Most men than women. Mm -hmm. And so for us outside, when we look at that and we see you guys, how do you relate to that when you see that kind of picture where you are fighting and you are struggling for women in politics and you want to get a woman voice out, but in the higher end, there is still men dominating. How have you mm -hmm. been, how do you deal with that? That, that? That's that's the problem all over the world. Um, we have a lot of work to do. Mm -hmm. uh, and the reason why most women don't get into um, um, uh, politics, especially African women, you know, or not just African women, but women. Period. is It's a lot of it's a lot of sacrifice. You know, we we'll love a lot of Africans, uh, a, a lot of women to come out and and be part of this, you know, thing that you know, women empowerment and be in politics. But it's a it, it takes a lot out of you. You sacrifice your your family, your finances, your livelihood. So most women, you know, to juggle children, then come to public life is very difficult. So if you see most of the women that are, it's now that you start seeing young people coming, like AOC in New York. Yeah. But majority of the time, if you see, yes, she is, I love her. If mm. you see before, if you go back in the day, most of the women that are in politics are older. Their kids have gone to college. 
you know, they're, they're you know, closer to retirement, then they start getting involved. You know, but you have to take the community, you know, to sensitize our women that it's okay. You know, we want you here. We want to be at the table. We are tired of, you know, having the crumbs, picking up the crumbs from the table. Because, you know, our body, they're using our body as a political playground. And our bodies are not political playground. Our children are not political playground. We need to be at the table. You know, when you liberate a woman, you liberate an entire continent. When you, you liberate a, a woman, you liberate a community, a society. You know, uh, uh, lives are transformed. So we do the work. We have receipts to prove that we can take care of home and yet still do the people's work. But we have to encourage them to come. Like, for instance, I've been looking for uh, an African uh, woman to lead my campaign because I believe in bringing somebody else up. Can you imagine an African woman take my campaign and I win? That would be a power that we send around the world. But yeah. everybody that I called, they are, sh they, they are timid. Oh, I don't want to be back. I don't want, I want to be at the back. You know, I don't want to be up front. So it's, it's, it's very, I don't know, it's because of where we came from or, 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 or I don't know, the experience that we had, but nobody's stopping us in America. And, and if we can come together, and the, the other thing is financial. You know, you, you barely, we, most of the men that run already have money. You know, it's not like the Africa, you know, in politics in Africa, you go, you make quick money. American politicians, we don't have money. We are regular folks that just want to help um, go in and, you know, do our civic duty. You know, it's just the name, the name, the power that comes with it. But yeah. there's no huge money in it at all. So the most of the people that used to go into office were millionaires, the white, old men. Mm -hmm. You know, until they start supporting, you know, the black men to come in, they're now the black woman. So we, in, so you always pray to God for somebody to see your your comments, your videos, so they can sponsor you. But it's very hard, you know, for women to get into that because of financial reason, because of families and other issues in their lives. So um, that's why we're so limited in up there in, in in every arena, even at the bottom of the even at the seat that I'm running for. The, the state level, the, um, the county level, mm -hmm. we are not much. And you say that, and that's so tied incorrectly with what um, the lady I had last week said. She mm -hmm. said, when it comes to fundraising and getting money, it's hard for a woman. Well, for guys, yes. It's easier for guys yes. to give money to another guy than for the guy to yes. give money to a woman. But yes. I want to have a conversation with you about you know family, because I see you are a mom, you have three mm -hmm. kids, and you go into politics. And like you just talk about, you know, and I have witnessed how the society scrutinize women yes. when they're getting into politics. And so yes. I come to you, you have young kids. Mm -hmm. um, what is this conversation that you're having with your children? Like mommy is about to do this thing and <laughs> people might say all kinds of things about mom. I, I literally have to pray to bring that topic up again. <laughs> <laughs> because the first experience wasn't good for them. Because yeah. it seemed like I just jumped into the political arena without doing my research or anything. So it was brutal. It was brutal all the way around. You know, my kids were really upset. But now they're seeing that this is what their mom is called out to be. Mm. This is, um, I'm, I have nothing against, you know, stay-at-home stay moms. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't made to be a, a stay-at-home moms. I wasn't meant to be a housewife. Um, I've always had this fire in me to speak for those that cannot speak for themselves, to stand up for those that cannot stand up for themselves. And, and, and just for people to have a decent life. 
because we cannot transform unless we transform the lives of the regular folks in the community. We cannot transform the whole nation, the whole state or whatever um, city you are in. And that goes to Africa. So um, this is part of me. I've tried all kinds of trades in America. I tried the nursing thing. It didn't go nowhere. <laughs> I tried this. It was, I always find myself back into the political arena. And so I decided that this is, you know, me. This is for me. This is where I'm going to go. This is where I'm going to end. And, and I had a serious discussion with them and they're willing to support me. Yeah, they have no choice anyway, but, but, but they're willing to support me. It's a sacrifice and uh, um, they know that this is mommy's dream and this is what she has been waiting for all her life. All her life. Um, so um, they, they, they're, they're much better now. They're in a much better place. And, you know, two of them are older now. Yeah. You know, yeah, because I had my son when I was, what, what 19, my daughter, 21. You know, oh. she's in college. She'll be graduating in this, uh, December and my son is off again to... Um, to, to Texas. So it's just the baby um, that I have now. And, you know, the father is helping me as well. So this time around, I have help, a little bit of help. Your daughter that's in college and she's watching you do this. Yeah. Yes. How, 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 is you, how do you guys communicate when it comes to politics and she's being your daughter and she's <laughs> seen you, she's seen Kamala Harris. Like, mm -hmm. what's her interpretation of mommy? Um, that mommy is a superwoman. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm now I see her. She's more into the feminist thing now. Uh -huh. I went to a room and I saw the post of you know she even went a match at one time, and I was like, wow. You know, they really, even though you might think that they're not watching you, they are. Our children are watching our every move, uh -huh. uh, and and whatever we do, they're watching. So that's why we need to be careful what we do. And she she is the she's. She's my like my therapist. You know, I, I talk to her and, and she tells me, you know, what to do, what not to do. You know, oh, mom, listen to these things to calm you down. You know, yeah. so she's a support system in, in a way. Um, so I am really proud of her. Really, really proud of her. And I say that I like this because I think for me, seeing a woman who have kids, you have grown kids and you are still fighting your dream and you're still striving to obtain this. I a think single mother is that. A single mother. It's an inspiration. Mm -hmm. And it's an inspiration for us men also because it's like, okay, look at this young lady who could be doing mm -hmm. anything else, yeah. but yeah. still mm -hmm. fighting to make sure that our people in our county receive mm -hmm. the right things and get the right benefits. But I want to ask you a question. And what do you think the role of a young woman in politics is are so important. Why do you think a young woman should be in politics? And how is that so important? Because um, look, look, even when like when there's war in a country, mm -hmm. the peace cannot be sustainable without a woman involved. Mm -hmm. There's I, nothing I, <laughs> there's nothing on this earth that you can do that can be sustainable without a woman. We need women because we have the level head. Mm -hmm. We have the empathy. You know, when the man goes, you know, out there and put their foot in people's behind, we come and smooth it. We put logic, you know, in, in, into the issue at hand. You know, we really need women, you know, to come and represent us because we know our own plight. We know what we need. We know what we want. And the men, yes, the men are great. You know, they've been doing it for centuries on end, but I'm sorry, they have not done a good job. And I think the survival of Africa and the survival 
of any other nation is in the hands of the women. Mm. And if you notice, any nation that does not take care of their women doesn't prosper. Hey, my sister. Doesn't doesn't prosper. Doesn't. <laughs> I know you are speaking, you are giving us so much wisdom. It's just like, okay, I'm like overwhelmed right now. But I even had a question that I forgot. I was just like listening to you. <laughs> but I want to ask you, right? So, you know, um, you've been in this thing for a while now. And can you, have you had, has there been any time where you realized that because you were a woman, you were short-handed? Well, no, not so much because of a woman, because of what I was an African woman. Oh, okay. Yes, because I was an African woman, you know, and, you know, we still have this thing with, with you know, African-Americans and Africans. We still have that, that, that we don't want to say it, but yeah. there's something there. I so I, I've, I've become a threat to a lot of them, you know, thinking, oh, where did she come from? You know, the little stuff that the white men have given us. You know, now, you know, she's here trying to take that as well. So there was this hostility, you know, but I had to educate them, you know, and, and some of them don't know that we are not here to take anything away from them. We're here to make the little pie that we have bigger for all of us. We're here to join hands with them and work together for our community, for our children. So he, nobody's here thinking, that, oh, we are better than you or they are better than us. It, it's a teamwork. You know, we pay taxes just as much as anybody else in this nation, but we are not represented, you know, because Africans are always lumped up, you know, with the black community. But we have our own total issue. We have a different issue when it comes, because when we come here, we need a stay. They don't know what that is. You, you, you tell an, uh, an African-American a DACA, they don't even know what DACA is. You know, they don't know what student visa is. So we, we need somebody that can advocate for us just as much as the Spanish people are advocating for their Spanish people. And mm -hmm. I remember when I was in middle school, high school, we were bullied, bullied masslessly, but there was nobody speaking for us. You had hundreds of kids that drop out of school because they were scared to go home to complain to their parents and they were scared to go confront the, um, the, the, the counselors in school. Is that there were, were no help coming from anywhere. So they have to drop out of school. So we have, what I'm trying to say, my fight, and I'm gonna say this, I reach out, I'm not gonna call her name, but what I'm saying, they will know who I'm talking about. She's the first elected um, female, African-American female, to be to be elected to Annapolis. Uh, my, the, the one of the guys, I don't know where they met her, Charles, we all work on the Biden campaign together. So reach out to, to her. You know, said, see, I want to meet with you. You know, when I come and ask for your support. You know what she told me? She said she doesn't want to meet with me. I don't have nobody. I don't have no 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 money. Basically, I don't have no money. That's what yeah. she said. Yeah. That I, I am a nobody. So those are the kind of things I got. If that was a white woman, they would have still invited me to come to hear my point, to hear what I have to say. Then they would decide whatever they have to decide. But she cut it dry. She doesn't want to meet with me. So this is the fight I'm fighting, not just with the white people, but I'm fighting with my own people too. And what you said is so interesting because what we have, what we fail to realize is that you just give us a picture of a whole fight. It's not that so you as a African woman living mm -hmm. in America, you're a mm -hmm. single mom. Mm -hmm. there, are, there are so many layers 
of battles yes. that you have to fight, but you're still fighting. Yes. So yes. I'm still, I want to, so it still take me back to the point to say, like, what is the encouragement? What is, why are you pushing? Why are you pushing? The love of, the love of my community, the love of my people. You have to really have love for politics. You have to have love and empathy for people for you to stay in, in the political arena because it's not a, it's not a child's play. Mm. It's a real dirty game. You know, they, they, they told me that in politics, there's no real friend. There's no permanent friend. There's no permanent enemies. Today, your friend, your, fr your enemy can be your friend. Tomorrow, your friend can be your enemy. And I've learned that in this short period, period of time that I've been in the American uh, political system. Uh, but this is the country where there's second chances. This is the country where you can say, I want to be a trash collector. And you be a trash collector. This is a country where, you know, whatever pain you, are, you receive in your own home country, you can come here and just suit it out for you. If you're willing to walk at it, I am willing to walk at it. This is my dream. This is my passion. Nobody is going to deter me. They did the same thing to Obama. So, you know, where Obama started, they said, oh, it was black. America's not ready for black you know, politician. You know, it was a white man, Ted, Ted Kennedy, mm -hmm. and another black woman that helped him to be where he got to. You know, so I know there's somebody out there that is going to see me and, 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 and invest in me. And there are people out there, but some, sometimes people walk behind closed doors because they are afraid of their own position, of their own, you know, the, the party, you know, who this. So it's, it's all, you know, you know. Yeah, and, I, and just to segue, and I go into that because I want, because, you know, like I said earlier, you know, there's a lot of scrutiny. People are going to go into everything about your life yes. and i think for yes. some of us who are well i consider myself to be semi-private there are certain things yeah. that i'm like you know what i don't want i don't want to get into this so i just you know i just stay out of certain things but i see you i've met you over the time i've seen your tenacity i've seen your assurance i've seen you i was saying this right the first time i met you was with um the au ambassador yes number request yes and yeah. you guys on a panel and yes. I will say this to you because I can have a conversation with you. You could tell that that lady has had so much experience in politics that she was yes. so confident with herself. Yes. And I saw you rise up to the occasion where you went over here to ask, and I was just like, okay, <laughs> like, this is somebody that we really need to watch out for because yes. you gave your, you made sure your point was sent across, you answer your yes. questions, and you were coming yes. yourself. And yes. I see. I could see the level of respect that we built in the room for you because yes. you were so amazing. And like somebody is saying right now, the person said, you sound so self-assured and determined. Oh, love thank you. you. So thank that's you. what I feel. It's like, that's what I see. And so, you know, just looking back, I want us to just look at PG County. So what, what kind of initiatives have been placed right now to empower women in PG County who want to get into politics? Well, there's there's not that much, but yourself you have to self you know because my I, I self funded my campaign. Yeah, uh, I spent hundred and twenty something thousand last campaign. So that's the discouraging thing. We don't have mentorship in the black community, and I'm stressing that you know even in the African community we don't have mentorship. You know, white people you you go to when I was up in Annapolis, you see these white young kids 
working with this young uh, white men, you know, working uh, the the they're working with this white women, they're showing them the ropes. But for us, we feel intimidated by somebody young coming up that is smarter or that is prettier, like, oh, she's coming to overshadow me, or she's coming to he is coming to overshadow me. We have not yet um, I don't know how to say the word, but like know the importance of mentorship. Yeah. And we don't have that. Look at the lady, for instance, that I reached out to. She could have pulled me under mm -hmm. her wing and, and, and helped me get to where I'm going. I'll forever give her that respect. And the world we know that she helped me get to where I'm going. That's, that, that's what's lacking. You know, if we can just support each other, women will come a lot. Women will come. You know, we, we uh, and I always say we, the women also, uh, we are our own worst enemies. Because we know that we went through this pain, but instead of helping that person that went through the same pain we went through, we, instead we put more pepper in their, in their pain, instead of helping them, instead of them bringing them closer and say, I'm here for you. Let me open doors for you. Me opening doors for you doesn't threaten my own standing life. And I'm going through that right now. You know, some of the Africans that, you know, they were born here, but they said they call themselves Africans. They're not talking to me. I thought we'll be, we'll be standing together as one. You know, it's like, I'm, I'm, I shouldn't be a threat to you. And I even made a public, I don't know whether you saw the post, you know, yeah. calling them, that, yeah, that we all need to work together. We are not running against each other. You know, if we work as one, I'm telling you, these people, we, we, they will be so scared of, they know we are here. Oh, they yeah. know the Africans yeah. are here. We have the money. When it comes, we don't have the, we fit, physical cash. Yeah. That's, what we, that's what we play with. They know we have it. But we would rather go support somebody else than they support us. But I'm hoping that this time around, you know, th things are changing. I think Africans yeah, now are being proud of themselves. And that's what it is. I think we are being proud of ourselves. I think this movement that has started where people are, the whole Black Lives Matter, people identify yes. with Africa and yes. stuff like that. Because I will yes. tell you, when I came to, when I came, to, when I came over to the States, there are people that I interacted with when I knew they were like, there was a like one girl that said she was from Jamaica. And I was like, Oh, thank you. Really? I had the same thing in high school. Yeah, yeah. all the Syrian girls were sitting there from Jamaica. And I still like, know them. <laughs> I'm like, they don't want to identify with Africa. But I think now yeah. that we have, you know, we, we I think now that, you know, the world has seen what Africans can do. We're yes. getting the opportunity. You know, they're African. I mean, there are, there are Africans that are moving up in Congress. Yes. Moving up in yes. And so Everywhere. that's why. Everywhere you I was, yeah, and that's why I, that was going to be my next segue for you. Because mm -hmm. I think it's like. This is the trend that I'm noticing. I'm noticing that a lot of Africans are city council, congressmen, um, yes. um, warden, um, you know, yes. district council person. So how are you looking at that strategy? Is it to start from the bottom and move your way up or just go and hit it from wherever you think you can? Well, I believe that we all have to pay our dues in society. Uh -huh. um, you know, most, most people tend to go for Congress. You know, I actually got a call, you know, from a very important person, a text that, you know, you're too intelligent to do uh, Maryland local politics, mm -hmm. you know, but I believe that the local politics is more important to you and I than the presidential election, than the state election, than the federal uh, um, offices. Because what we do, if I get into office, what I do, you want police reform? We deal with that. You want roads? We deal with that. 
you want healthcare, you want your child to go to a better school, we deal with that. We basically we deal with your daily life. Your your life is in our hand. That's where the power is. Yes, I know we are going global, but the power is local. So I want to start local and build my own network and to, to carry me up to where I want to go. You know, and and because majority of the time we want to go for the big thing, yeah, it's great. But Obama too started at the bottom. He just didn't just jump up there and become, you know, most people don't know that he started at the bottom. He lost. Yeah. He lost his first election, but he never gave up. He came back. Obama was so broke. Thank God for Michelle. You know, but, you know, I, I want to start at the county level, make a difference. At, you know, then by then everybody in the political, in the Democratic Party would have known who Sierra is. Then I can walk my way up. That's how, that's how they normally do it. And I like you said that because I think with the whole lo local thing, I think people don't understand the importance of your local yes. government. Local, like local those, government. Little, those little, little policies that the education, the school district, and I tell yes. you all the time, those when I'm voting, those are the things that I read. I need to know who's running yeah. the education board uh, um, yes. person. Who's my district? Who's the wards? Yes. Who's those people? Because those are the people that make the major decisions. When we're the decisions about, that, go, that govern you for 40 years. Yes, like it's at the local exactly. level. And like, yeah. I need to know who are the people that are running to be um, state attorney? Who's want to be district attorney? Yeah. Those are the people that I look at where I'm like, okay, yeah. this person don't put all them black people in jail. Why are we going to vote yeah. them in the game for, for exactly. somebody? So these things, like, I love that you brought it up. Because I don't think people yeah. understand the intricate parts of these little, parts. little, uh, yes. um, can really help us be uh, uh, in the long run. But again, um, looking at women, you have been an instrumental voice when it comes to women empowerment, when it comes to yes. women, advancement for women and all that kind yes. of stuff. Mm -hmm. How do you see yourself as, a, as someone who is advocating for women mm -hmm. when, you, when you do get into uh, um, the office? office. How do you see yourself really handling that? Uh, in terms of um, handling the women issue? Women, women issues. Yeah, just women issues. You know, like uh, basic, like I would say this, like basic, you know, there are women who, there are the women who abuse. There are women Yeah, who that, that's, that's, that's my platform. Um, okay. uh, uh, domestic violence is my platform uh, because I've been through it. Then um, the major thing that we're suffering from now is daycare. Okay. Uh, affordable daycare for mothers, for single mothers. Um, you know, our president is even talking about it. You know, personal infrastructure. We need that. You know, it's not just the physical inf infrastructure. We have to work with our mothers to, to help them, to help them educate themselves, to help them um, provide for their family members by, you know, giving them a minimum wage. You know, instead yeah. of $7 an hour, let's give them $15 an hour so they can at least spend some time with their, with their family. Some parents, some mothers go to work 16, 20 hours a day. By the time they come home, the kids are sleeping. You know, because they are, they have to pay house rent, they have to pay mortgage, they have to pay daycare fee. So that's why if we can uh, um, allow them to have free um, pre-K, uh, um, uh, free pre-K and kindergarten, it will really help the mothers, um, you know, do well for themselves and do well for the community. So it, it's going to take all of us um, to work at it, men and women, to do this. Uh, because there are women that are really suffering, especially during this um, COVID time. Um, there are a lot of women that want to go to work, but they have nowhere to leave their children. 
Yeah. Uh, and some of the 40 million Americans are going to be homeless and half of them are going to be women and with children. So my, women's issue is very, is very, very um, um, there to my heart. And because I believe that, you know, what a man can do, a woman can do better. Mm. And, but we need to give them the opportunity to do it. So I said this to you, you know, I, we're from West, you're from West Africa. Mm -hmm. And I think my little assumption and personal experience that West African women are extremely progressive. Yes. Extremely progressive. They are outside of the box. I mean, and it's getting bigger and bigger as mm -hmm. time change. Will you say that based on that progression when it comes to West African women, that's why women from that side of Africa are easy to assimilate? assimilate into society and become yes. the things that they yes. are to do. Yes, because we, we dealt with more of the English, you know, people, we interacted with them. So we are easy, you know, anywhere we go, people from West Africa, the women from West Africa, assimilate into people's culture. Sometimes you, you will not even know that they are from Africa. You know, we, we have that ability to do that, you know, to, to come together and, and, and say, you know, I want to be part of my community as well. Mm -hmm. I want to bring about change as well. So uh, we have that power and I think we can do it. We just need a little bit of push, you know, from our men because sometimes our men do not support us. And that's why I get, that's another issue. You know, our men uh, tend to feel like, okay, if the woman have power or she, she have mouth, she will not respect me at home. You know, so sometimes they hold them back. Uh, so, but when I went through at my young age, I thank God, because if it wasn't for that, I would not be here where I'll not be talking to you today. Because not knowing that, not knowing that he was laying a, a path for me to I be can, where I am today. And I, so you took us into my next question. I think you saw my questions. You, you, you back. You, yes. But I had a conversation with some. I was having a conversation with one of my friends, and we we're talking about why black or African women. Let me just focus. Why black or African women aren't? Um, they are lagging behind when it comes to politics. And mm -hmm. he said because they aren't pursuing it. Or mm -hmm. they, and I said, you know, I just think it's a structure. I yeah. think there are a lot of structural obstacles. Mm -hmm. And so what do you think? The structural obstacle is the family, the, the, the man in the house. Okay. You know, we still have that mentality, even though we are in America, we're supposed to be progressive. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to think of our own. But we yet still, our one foot is in Africa, where they say, oh, the, the man is supposed to be head of the house. You should not go against your man's language and you still have it in America here. So instead of them helping us go forward in life, um, they tend to hold the women back, you know, by having so many children um, and, and, and not educating them, can't bring them here, send them to work, working mm -hmm. 16, 17 hours a day. So mm -hmm. all that is a, is a destruction to a, to a woman's, um, um, you know, a psyche. You know, to give them that, mm, say, okay, I can do this. We don't have, we don't have that in our community where the male, the men can say, honey, I got your back. That's why if you notice most of the women that make it, most of the African women, they have white, white, either white boyfriend or white husband, you know, that push them forward or, or go be with a white person to push them forward because our men are not, they're not, they don't, they don't push us. The, 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 like to go forward and do what we have to do, do you because see, of the, the self-esteem reason. I was going to say that, but do you see some sort of competition? Like when you are like a political woman with a man 
who's as like you said with low self-esteem is there some kind of competition like okay so she's trying to be the man and stuff like that i personally went through that my, oh. my relationship my previous relationship ended because of that yes wow. that i wanted to be the man so you know he wanted to do everything to make me feel like i am nothing you know because um or um I don't I have to cook. I have to do this. Uh, you know, just the, and, and the thing about it, this person grew up in America as well. Uh -huh. He came here when he was 17. So you would think that he, you know, his, his mindset is American. Yeah. You know, to help the woman, but not to come and suppress, suppress the woman. And uh, that's why I decided that I'd rather be single. <laughs> It's actually yeah, my dream. We're going we to find you somebody. We can do this. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you say that, and I want to ask you a question. I just want to ask you an honest question. Do you think it's easier as a woman in politics to be single than to be married and have a husband and all that other responsibilities? If the, if the, husband, if the husband is there to support her, mm -hmm. it's easier. But if the husband is not there to support her, she'd rather be by herself. Because she can go without coming back home without nobody asking questions. You know, she can get up in the morning and say, I'm going without anybody asking any question. You know, the husband has to be supportive, 100% supportive. Therefore, you see, you see, you see, look at Hillary Clinton. Look at Barack Obama. The spouses are standing right there because they saw the big picture. But our African men have not seen the big picture. They are the ones that question us. You think you can achieve that? Why the Americans believe in us? Our own people question our ability to achieve our dream. That's the biggest problem. And so, questioning you, the woman. and so you say that, and I just want to, you know, tell me about your feeling when Joe Biden won, and now we get the first female vice president. Tell me, I, want, I want you to give us a picture of where you were and what happened to you. <laughs> but I know you had to be. Catapulate to another level. <laughs> you know, I was in Delaware. I was, I, was in, I, was, I was in Delaware, actually. I, you know, they, this, they, really, they really honored me. Um, I don't know how to say it, you know, they, by just using my picture, you know, um, for, the, for the volunteer call on their videos. You know, I got interviewed by his granddaughter. So I, you know, I literally, I didn't go there for that. I just went because I believe in him from, I liked him because of Obama. And I believe that he was the guy that was going to come take us out of this mess. Uh, and I, you know, I, I got a call and I said, I'm ready to go. We went there, I was doing my thing, and they took a picture. The next minute, I just saw myself everywhere. You know, <laughs> you know, on the on their every ad that they had, my my picture was there. So yeah. I was I was in Delaware and I I was beside myself. You know, can you imagine you work so hard? You know, you believe in somebody, you walk in, you know, people telling you all kinds of stuff. Oh, you, you guys are gonna lose. He's an old man, and then here, you know, I remember when he picked um, Kamala. People were saying, oh, we're going to lose. We're going to lose. You know, but that was the best decision he made because he brought the, the women, the, one, the, 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 the Caribbean women, the African women, the, the indigenous women. He brought every woman. We, we, we literally put him in there. If it wasn't for that, if he had picked any other woman, he would have lost. Mm -hmm. But because of that, it, it, it was... I'm beside myself right now talking to you. I just want to talk about this because it's evident, you know, and she's a woman of color. Yes. Yes. She's a woman of color and you as a black woman. Yeah. Did you see, did, did that propel you more? Because. Yes. This that, is, that this is, is it. Yeah. If she can do it, you know, the only difference she was born here, but you know, her family from outside. 
you know, from Jamaica, the father from Jamaica, the mom was a black Indian. Yeah. Uh, so if she can do it, I know one day I, I will do it. And that's the same thing I'm, I'm doing for the young girls that are coming after me. Uh -huh. You know, people say, oh, you know, you're out there. Why don't you give up? I want them to take a look at me and say, because of Sia, I did not give up. You know, with all that accent in her mouth, she did not give up because of her. I want them to take a look at me and say, I did not give up. And because of them, I'm going to continue going. No matter how long it, it takes, the road is long, I will still go up there. And so, you know, you're in Pujajas County, like I said earlier, you know, PG County yes. have a lot, a yes. lot of Africans in this county. A lot of a Africans lot. here too. Yes. And so, you know, um, being in Pujajas County, you talked about, you know, the benefits that you've received, and this is why you want to give back. And so can you just share with us some of the important things when it comes to your platform that you're mm -hmm. really, that, you know, you, you think it's like, look, these are the things that's needed in PG County and we need to do this. Yeah, we need, first and foremost, we need to revitalize Prince George's County. Okay. Yeah, we, 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 we have to. You know, we are in the fourth industrial revolution. When I talk about the fourth industrial revolution, look right now what we're doing. We are mm -hmm. in the fourth industrial revolution. Everything yeah. now Anybody, if anybody talk about nuclear war right now, they were born in the 50s. Yeah. Now it's technology. And COVID has shown us that this is how we're going to do uh, from now on. This is how we're going to be dealing with each other. You know, that's why the world has become global. And you will not believe a little city like Dubai have become the first, the first in the, in the world to have a blockchain power. You know, and we are here in the United States. Our children cannot even have a laptop you know, to do their work. They, they can't even have cable or, or Wi-Fi to do their work. It's a shame with all these taxes that we are paying. We pay the highest taxes in the yes. nation. Yes. There's nothing to show for. Absolutely nothing. We don't have a decent place, you know, to go to go eat. We don't have a decent place to go shop. I'm always in Montgomery County. I have this. I take them to Montgomery County. I have this. I take them to Montgomery County. What is wrong with Prince George's County? Because we have uh, politicians that have set in their roles, they are old and set in their roles, they are not going to change. And we cannot change Prince George's County if we have a stale government, a stale politician, and politicians that are still stuck in the 20th century. We need Prince George's County to get into the 21st century. Look at uh, Raleigh, um, um, Durham Raleigh, where my dad works. That, you know, it's, it's, that city is so vibrant. You know, the people want that. People want to come together, but with a clean ecosystem, which you don't have in Prince George's County. Mm -hmm. you know, and the, the money is there. It's just the organization, the leadership. Something is wrong. And this is what I need. All We all need to come together you know, because this is the, the cream of the crop. This is the richest black county. So we want to show the white people, we want to show the world that black people cannot govern themselves without infighting, without mm -hmm. personal fighting. Because if you go to some of these um, city uh, council meeting, you will hear somebody, oh, there's a cat on the tree. Cat on the tree. And I don't like her because, you know, she, 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 she is this. You rarely see white people fighting. The only time you see white people fighting is over money, the allocation of money. But black yeah. people, we have no system. Mm -hmm. We fight each other for personal things that doesn't make any sense. We, are, we still have that tribalistic thing in Prince George's County. That's our biggest problem because this person has been in office for this long, so they are mentoring their, their, their kid to take this position. Just yeah. like in Africa, our politics in, in Prince George's County, 
no different than in Africa. That's our biggest problem. And until we get rid of that, Prince George's County will not go nowhere. And you say that, and I was just, you know, you say that, and I remember, so the city that I live in, you know, we, the, the, the mayor, I remember it's right before COVID and we got our new mayor. And so, I mean, when they got this new app, it's called Next Door, that, you know, everybody mm-hmm. can talk about the community. And I mean, mm-hmm. they were tearing him down. And I was just like, and then when I look at it, it's all black people. Yeah. I'm like, I yeah. literally went online and said, this man just got in power. Like literally, and COVID happened. What yes. do you guys want him to do? It's what, yeah. What That's do you want him to do? I'm like, as a community, I think we're supposed to support him, rally around him to mm-hmm. help so that he can do. Because can you imagine the stress that he's going through? Just <laughs> became mayor, and then COVID happened. All the plans that he had probably can't yeah. even work the plans out because everything shut down. Yeah. Everything shut down. When I looked at it, it was like all oh, these black people and they were just going in on him. Now just like wow. Like the mm-hmm. way how we operate when it comes to our own people is very scary. It's very scary. Very scary. I'm telling you. When it's flipped to the other race, they don't mm-hmm. do that to people. Ooh, they, they don't. don't. People, they don't care no, what that's that what I tell people. Yeah. You, you you try to go to these meetings so you can see how your money is being spent. Don't just go to work. You come, oh, I'm tired. You know, this and that. And see how these people are spending your money. Because some of the time, they're sitting out there, they're mad at each other. Nothing moved. Look at Glen Arden. Glen Arden lost, I think, four point something million. Yeah, because they, 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 they were fighting. They're fighting with each other. Can you imagine that? So so the, 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 the citizens lost. Lost out of their money. And they don't even know what's going on because nobody yeah. is sitting the time to deal with that. And I'm and I'm and I'm saying this. Sometimes she uh when this session starts next year, I'm gonna invite a couple of people to go up with me in Annapolis. Most of these people that we elect, they don't know a jack. The questions they ask you ask where you think that they I'm the I'm the American born. They are the foreigner. Our they don't know anything. So that's why we need to elect people that know the issues. They know what's going on. Yeah, you know, these people just oh, I'm I'm the first black this. I'm the first. That's it. Mm. Then what you got to show for? What's the ability? What what can you bring to the table? We have a lot of work to do in Prince George's County. It is so beautiful in Prince George's County. We yeah. have everything. You 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 go. You turn your on your left on your right. BWI is right here. You yeah. turn your on your left. Uh, Virginia is right here. You know, we we are in the center. The center by the, the White House is right there. You know, this should be the prime, you know, the Athens of Prince George's County. And it's you where know, we're say that, but it's so weird when you tell people you do live in Prince George's County. That's the first thing. Yes. Like, yes. Okay, what's yeah. wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Once yes. you tell them that, it's like, and you know, and I would say that because I, I'm just gonna be on we ours too was in that. I was in that space where it's like I was in Montgomery County. I was living in Montgomery mm-hmm. County and Barrow mm-hmm. Montgomery County. And then I moved to PG. I was just like, oh, yeah. man, yeah. okay, what's going on? I'm yeah. like, really? they, they, so I can jump right on the parkway yeah. in Miami, DC and all that yes. stuff. But mm-hmm. I think it's the fact where it's like, I think, like you said it earlier, I think more women need to get into politics. Yes. I think we need more of our mothers and our sisters to take politics serious. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it helped us a lot because, like, uh, 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 my 
I've heard a couple of times. It's like, you know, like women lead differently. De totally different thing. Told a different way the way uh, because like she lead the way she would manage her house. She house. Would, she would take care of her kids, her children. She, yeah, she lead the way she will do everything. And so, um, just address something. Someone just sent a question to you and they said, "What are the top two issues that you hope to address as a hip as uh, when if you do become councilwoman?" Uh, taxes. Taxes oh. is number one. <laughs> the tax, they're, they're taxing the heck out of us, but we are not getting any benefit from it. We're not seeing anything. I my car tire the other day. You, you see, nothing. Not, we're not getting nothing. You know, then the next is, is um, child care. Um, child care and the third is wage. You know, we need to, the minimum wage needs to go up. Um, I, I, I am for, you know, lifting the minimum wage because in some places they, pay, they still pay seven twenty-five. Who can survive on 725 in this day and age? And you have children. No, yeah. we need to raise our wage up. So that and 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 safety, you know, police. That, that basically she asked for two, I'm giving out four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, we almost had the time to get out of here, but I just want you to tell the people who are watching and the people who will watch. What's next for Sia? What's next? What's what's next for Sia? Well, I'm, I'm, you know, I could have, you know, gone out and, you know, get a job with um, the Biden campaign or go somewhere and get a six figure job. But um, I want to serve my community. That's what I was born to do. And my next um, plight, my next venture is to become the next um, Prince George's County Council woman, District 3. Um, which is, um, it's just few that I can call right now. Glen Arden, no, Glendale, Lanham, Greenbelt. Uh, if you live in College Park. Okay, that's uh, it. If you live that's in the African community. That's, <laughs> that's, basically, that's the African. That's it. I used to live in Lanham. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah Lanham, yeah. I, New Carrollton. New Carrollton okay, is a yeah. big one. Riverdale, Hyattsville. So those are all my um, my districts. So this is what I'm, um, by the end of the month, I should publicly come out um, and start knocking doors and um, trying to see how I can partake. We can partake uh, because it's not me, it's us. You guys are the one going to put me there. Not, I'm not, I can't get there by myself. So I am, you know, and politics is money. You know, the first time that I ran for office, I used my own money, which was a no-no because I was too you know, ashamed to ask for money. And they said, that's, that's something that you don't do. Yes, I am asking my people, I, you, I want your money. You can keep your votes. I want your money. Because when you give me your money, your, your money will buy 10 and 20 votes for me. So uh, please. Uh, publicly, I'm telling you, I'm going to introduce you to a girl who know how to collect people money. Oh, thank you. Thank I you. I'm sending her information. Oh, that, please. You know how, like fundraising, we get her all the yes. time, but she will collect money. Oh, so thank I'm, you. That's that, what I, yes, definitely. that's what I did. Yeah, but this was the voice of Siafino that she says she's going publicly, is going to come out for District 3 of Fiji County. It was amazing. Yes. The wealth of knowledge that you have as a young yeah. woman, it's, it's just out of, it's out of this world. We appreciate yes. you. And thank like you. This, this platform is going to be open for you, whatever okay, thank you, you want to do, however thank you, you want to do it. Thank I, you. I'm going to put my hat on so I can be helping you to knock on doors, but I want to Thank let you. you know we're going to do this. We're going to do this. Yes. 
financially, whatever we can to help you. Thank you. I see your passion and I know that you want change in this community. Yes, change have to come. Yes. You know, we deserve better. And for all political correct, we can't run, we can't be in politics because they're going to tear us apart because we don't know how to answer, you know, the right question. I mean, we just spoil the whole thing. But we appreciate you. We say thank you for coming. And if you have thank one more so for the audience, thank for you. a young girl that's watching or listening, what is it that you can tell her that she can take away from this? She shouldn't give up. It is not an easy road. Anybody that tells you that your dream is coming tomorrow, they're lying to you. It takes persistency. It takes uh, tenacity. It takes daring knock keep knocking keep one day somebody will say yes to you if 100 people say no to you no you should never say no to yourself before somebody tells you no because a lot of kids instead of asking for help they oh he's not going to help me so let me don't even bother never say no to yourself you know what what are they going to do to you nothing but say no you move on to the other place so hold on Hold on, it's difficult. The road is not smooth. The road is crooked. But if you keep your eye on that prize and know the big, big picture, you can get there as well. And I'm here. If there's anything you want me to do for you, if, if you want me to hold your hand to walk with you, I am here for you. I'm speaking to the girls. And yeah, I'm speaking to the boys as well, but more the, the, the young girls. They need mentorship. And I'm here to mentor you. Even if I don't win, even if I don't go anywhere in this political arena, I'm doing it for you. So you two can say, this little girl from Africa, from West Africa, with all the accents in her mouth, she still had the audacity to say she want to be part of the American political system. And you are going to take from there. Let me be your shoulder to stand on. You can stand on my shoulder anytime. God well, bless you. God you bless got you. heard it. That was Sia <laughs> Fenno. And this was thank deep you. conversation, and we yes. see you next week. See ya. Okay. Thank you for coming. Thank you for honoring this invitation. We appreciate you, and we're gonna. I want to take a picture so I can post it on Facebook. Sure, so I can. Already. <laughs> so I, I, I can I can bluff small and say bluff. my brother my, my brother interview me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a good evening, and we will thank see you, you so another much. time. You're welcome.